Hey, what's up, everyone? We're back because we're the prodigals. The prodigals. Yeah. Hey. hey. Who's that? What up, Daddy Warbucks? <laughs> Yo, it's good to be back, guys. <laughs> we missed you, man. Missed you, brah. Yeah, all right, Misty Man. Welcome right, to the right. Prodigals podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. Just to let you know, we don't think we are a source of authority on any of the topics we talk about. We just want to talk about and process through some of uh, this world's difficult topics and uh, we just want to encourage everyone to be more open with discussing these thought-provoking topics so that's also why we're here what's going on uh my name is mark and i'm joined by alan and out of the ashes (laughs) the phoenix rises (laughs) Oh man. Father Man AP hey. is back. It's my new moniker, guys. <laughs> no longer I expect to see that all the Father Man. Uh, on socials. I expect to see that change. Oh man, I miss you guys. <laughs> Missed Billy and we Jed, you, but man. you know. I'm glad I could join. It's good to have you back. It's a lot of good topics. Yeah. We uh, reserved this topic for you. (laughs) (laughs) You cut out it right from the get go. Gets out. (laughs) Uh, It's not not my favorite. I'm just passionate, you know. (laughs) We all are. I am too about this topic. All right. In this episode, we will be discussing the topic of ethnic churches. Uh, in light of the racial climate being more and more heated and more and more people coming to light in the issue, we believe we believe it's the perfect time to discuss this. So without further ado, let's get right to our Table Talks episode. Table Talks. So to get started, uh, let's define ethnic churches. What are ethnic churches and why do they exist go arwin uh, well, <laughs> i think uh for me like my I, I tried to look up a definition for it but there isn't one i think monoethnic church is the closest but there was still no definition for it but from what i found or what i discussed with my wife um Ethnic churches are congregations that are formed with members who are from the same or similar cult, uh, ethnic group or cultural group. Mm. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. right. Um, what about you guys? What do you think? If you came from the same island and you grouped together, yeah, that's an ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you, basically, I mean, because I think you know, the whole idea of it, I don't know if we're jumping the gun here, but, you know, you, you get together with people that, you know, kind of knows the way that you, you do things in your community, right? And so, 
there's less friction, like friction, there's, you know, there's, there's lines in the sand that, you know, people don't go, there's just societal norms that have, you know, that's, that's sort of like sub societal, right? Uh, things that are, are taboo that, you know, that you're supposed to be aware of. People in your culture, in your ethnicity should know that therefore, you know, there'll be less, I guess the theory is there'll be less conflict. Right? And it's easier to get along with people that are, you know, of your same, of your same sort of community. Hmm. Right. Maybe. Yeah. So yep. I guess, I guess what we're saying is that it's pretty much easier for people to group together. I think that's an... coming from the same background right yeah yeah i think that's one of the i mean that's the most immediate sort of pro that you can have right the the benefit that you can have is that people know you know what you should be talking about how you should be acting you know uh the way that you should be approach a a situation right uh so everybody sort of understands the rules and and they're, they're more familiar about what's going to happen i think that's the biggest thing you know, with ethnic churches is that you want to have a comfortability, you know, with the people that you're with. Right. I think mm-hmm. obviously that doesn't just, isn't relegated to just, you know, um, the church community or, or, or religious community. That's anywhere, yeah. right. Whether it's an office culture, whether it's your friends group, whether, you know, whatever, any kind of group that you're with, you want to know that you're comfortable with the people that there are rules that you all know about so that, nobody steps over that line and causes friction with somebody else. Mm, yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's that part. And, and sort of like the, the, the other side of that, um, that spectrum is um, to know that they do work the way that you expect them to work. Right. And so it'll be easier to, to get things done. The understanding will be easier. You don't have to use so many words to explain to somebody. Oh, in our culture, this is how we do things. Yeah. Right. And to have, you know, a person on the other side of receiving that that message go, oh wait, uh, give me a second, let me try to process that. And that doesn't make sense to me because in my yeah. So, you know, trying to smooth the way for for actions and and decisions and things to happen easier when you're in an ethnic church and an ethnic community right mm-hmm. um yeah and the thing that comes up to mind and that goes beyond just the, the sort of the church setting is that you know we we see these in neighborhoods right we live in toronto which is you know a fairly multicultural city and any big city that you have you'll have pockets and sections of of ethnicities mm-hmm. right chinatown mm-hmm. being like you know the easiest to like kind of come up Greek town, we've got, you know, uh, K-Town, there's, um, you know, Russian areas, there's... Yeah. Little Italy. Know, little Il- yeah, Little Il- Saint Italy. St. Clair. Um, right. Little Manila, Bathurst and Wilson. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Latino. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, so we tend to, as, as a people, I think we just tend to gravitate towards you know people that we know people that we're comfortable with and it's not just you know in a church setting right you see that anywhere as humans Mm. right we group together with people that we know 
uh, will have somewhat similar values that we do, if not at least know what to do, what not to do when you're around somebody else, right? Yeah. Which sometimes is vastly different across different ethnicities. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because um, so I work for UPS and I, I deliver packages to buildings on time. And <laughs> sometimes not on time. Um, uh, heard it right here, folks. <laughs> so I'm just joking. Um, anyways, so you. when I go into a condo and I see that it's a it's a Filipino property manager, you can. Rest assured, the rest <laughs> of the staff is Filipino. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. Um, so it, it, that just like you know affirms that idea that people just want to group together, mm-hmm. um, and it's you know the church is not immune to that, and um, that's why we find a lot of you know churches, especially here in our context in Toronto. Um, there are a lot of ethnic churches or cultural churches that are part of the organization that we belong to. So there's Filipinos and then there's the Caribbean churches and then there's the African churches and Chinese, Korean, you can name it. Um, and there's just a handful, I believe that call themselves multicultural or can claim themselves as multicultural. So in the context of where we're coming from, it's highly culturalized or, um, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the thing about our, our sort of like, you know, our, our context is that um, it obviously it's not, it's not um, necessarily geographically based right because filipinos will come from you know all the all from all parts of the city to come to this one particular church right yeah Uh, and so you know it's different in that regard so even though there's a community within let's say you know bathers and finch Mm -hmm. right your your members may not come you know mainly from that area Right. Mm-hmm. If you're an ethnic church, right, you just happen to have that church there, and then other people from different places, you know, as far as like what, twenty miles, fifty kilometers away, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it'll it it is that that way that that is that's how we kind of define. You know, one of the markers of an ethnic church is that you know it's not defined by geography. Right. It's not from the, the surrounding community in which the church is located. So, yeah. So I just want to ask, what are, what were your experiences growing up in ethnic, in, in an ethnic church? So our, con- our um, context would be this Filipino church, right? Mm. Um, <clears throat> what did you like about it or what did you not like about it like what were your experiences the aunties (laughs) (laughs) it's the aunties right and for and for our listeners that aren't um that that needs a little little, uh, you know a little context here so we're filipino 
right? And we say aunties to just about any sort of older female, you know, adult. Figure, yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, they probably have kids, but not necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in which case, we kind of like kind of dawdle in between auntie and ate. Right, whether you know those are yeah. Filipino terms where it's like big sister versus well, like, you know, auntie. Yeah. Right. So, so an auntie would be like your mom's age group or older. Yes. yes. Right, and so <laughs> yeah. So in our in our in our um, in our church, uh, these aunties sort of like I, I don't I want I don't want to say like the, the de facto sort of like children rulers. <laughs> but kinda, Damn. No, but like you know, they watch over the kids. You know, the, the you know, if they're doing something, that, you know, some auntie is gonna come in and say something, right? Because there's that community aspect of it, like, okay, we all kind of know whose kid you are. You know, uh, you know, our kids, we play with our kids, uh, you know, we cook for you, we love you, we we talk to you, we you know, whatever. Um and and so we have this right to we have this right to you know to interject into your life whether it's a, a, a good or a bad thing and it's usually when we're doing a bad thing right when we're misbehaving right that and eating uh so you know they'll tell you to come and, and eat and, and stuff and so you can curry favor with with certain aunties right and sort of get away with things or, or manipulate certain <laughs> certain aspects of church life as it mm-hmm. pertains to like how it goes amongst the kids, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just stuff like that. And when you get older, it doesn't change. Like you can be an adult and be like a leader in the church and they'll still be your auntie and treat you like you're still a kid, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Many times in a loving way. Yeah. And so I want to I, I say, and I want to say that, you know, in a, uh, you know, when I say the aunties, uh, there are definitely, you know, benefits to it, but there's also some, you know, some challenges that come along with it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like with the aunties and stuff, like I said, you, you know, there's, you know, there's people that look out for you. Um, um, you know, particularly with your, with your, with your eating uh, and health and stuff and when you have church potlucks and stuff they'll make sure you eat because you know that's how filipinos show love right oh you're hungry come eat right that's the first thing that we say oh welcome come eat right and so you know uh that's something that that flows naturally amongst our sort of like our adult membership hmm. right but there's also challenges to it as well because you know there's <laughs> certain norms that you know, that happened that they expect you to, to adhere to as a kid. Um, but the one thing about ethnicities is that, you know, there's one world which, were the, which, which they're coming from. Like in our, in our context, it's the Filipino, you know, mm-hmm. islands, right? With all its societal norms and all the societal values. And sometimes those values and those norms don't necessarily make sense in the North American culture. Yeah. And so you'll, <laughs> and so you'll do something or you'll say something or you'll interact with other kids or other members um, and it'll cause friction because that's just not the way they did things over yonder. You know, yeah. back in the day, 
you know, back where we came from, where your parents came from. You know, we lived beside your parents, you know, growing up. You know, you're pretty, you know, right? And so there's that aspect of it as well. That's kind of like, I mean, that's the easiest sort of, you know, reference that I, I can come up with. Yeah. Arwen, you want to? Uh, yeah. Um, so before I say my piece so just letting you know that i'm, I'm, I'm answering <laughs> i'm answering this from like uh i'm answering this from um like uh like how i felt uh as part of the community i missed you man <laughs> did you do brother uh so yeah okay so when i landed here in toronto uh back in 94 the first church that i went to was a multi-ethnic church right um and that for me was a culture shock itself like, you know, first church from the Philippines. It's like, bam, like different culture, white, black, Asians, boom, all under one roof. That that was crazy. Um, you know, I still remember very first Sabbath school, teacher was black. And I was just amazed because I've never met or been spoken to by somebody who was black. So that for me was, was, was my experience with that. So fast forward, maybe about a year, um, we moved to uh, my current church, which is, you know, a monoethnic church in Toronto. Um, so I saw people who looked like me. Um, however, uh, I was looked at differently because I came from the Philippines. I was a fob, fresh off the boat, spoke broken English, style non-existent. It's okay now. <laughs> But you, you know, if you came from the Philippines, that's, your style was never like up to par with the current style, right? Um, so yeah, it took a long time for me to really feel accepted or feel part of the youth group. Pre, pre name of group right now, I'm not going to say. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was only until uh, Mark's wife started inviting me to, to hang around with the other youth. Um, but of course I initially declined numerous times, uh, because it was just weird. Like how come it took this long for people to talk to me? You know, what do they want from me? And so on and so on. Um, but yeah, like, you know, now I've just made it my mission to never make anyone feel like an outsider at church. Cause I was an outsider inside church mm. and, um, that is probably like the worst feeling that you can feel in a ethnic church to not belong with your people. Um, so yeah, now I just, I'll just say hi to someone that I see that's new. Keep it casual. If I see them again, ask them to come through to, you know, certain group things. Um, do I fast forward more to now? Um, you know, things haven't changed just from my observation at the church. And it's just sad too. Um, because the weird thing is if you, if you go to the Philippines and I'm using this as a reverse example, they would welcome you and make you feel at home. But here it's, it's different. Like from what I've seen, um, I don't know what it is, but there's just adults who were born in the Philippines and, they moved to Canada about like what, 20 years ago and still look at now, look down at those who just immigrated here. Like there's just that big, I don't know what it is. It's just like, uh, 
I don't know. It's like another, like it's like the thing with ethnic churches is they're in a way are an exclusive church. And then to have an even more exclusive group within that church is just, I don't know. That's just my experience. Double exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the best, but you know what? Like I found my best friends there, like Mark, um, being one of them, um, Kuya Allen being like one of the older bros that like taught me stuff about the Bible. Like you know, it, it's it's where my humble beginnings started. You know, but start like how it started was a little bit rough. Middle part and end part really good with with the friends that I made. Hmm. Yeah, um, and so I mean, churches already have this bad sort of ability to have like their own circles within the church. How much more, you know, it's almost like adding another layer to, you know, the defense system of getting into, you know, that, um, you know, into that group. So that's horrible. Sorry, man, I didn't know all of that. No, uh, it, so it, it's it's cool, like. You know, I, I don't think about it too much, but but it is a thing. It's it is a, it's a thing, and I think yeah. other people will. I'm hundred percent certain people still feel like that today. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking for those people. <laughs> yes, yes. Go stick up for them. Those are my people. Those are my people. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Um, do you, do you think that because that's that you're right that's a horror that i i'm just thinking about it right now that would be a horrible experience to be an outsider amongst your own people right um does it do you think that happens in every is that a phenomenon that that happens in a majority not even just every but in a majority of ethnic churches or ethnic like in ethnic communities let's not even relegate this to to churches no, I don't think it's no, no, no. There's some there are some ethnic churches I believe that make it work that really make it their mission to have their church as this place of belonging. I think uh I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the a crab mentality that some people have and never grow out of. Um no, I, I don't think it's every church. I don't even. I don't think it's a majority either. Maybe I would say fifty percent. That's just me, You're right? Guessing, but I don't think it's every church. Okay. I think there are churches that really have a loving nature about them, um, and that's great. And that's you know, kudos to them if they've made it work with with uh, their newly immigrated members but um yeah yeah because i mean you would think you would think that you know uh, uh a person that has immigrated you know to a north american to a western society sort of situation um and they're grouped together you know within their own you know their own ethnicity that they would be more comfortable 
more secure in you know in their identity and in who they are that they would invite other people to to sort of sort of um, partake or to to engage in in what they're doing because you know there's safety with 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 the numbers that you have right it's not like you have to like defend yourself against somebody that's that that if they come into your group and they start you know questioning or even attacking your group that it's just you trying to you know trying to fend them off right there's other people that's there that 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 believe in your same values that share your same sort of norms and the way that you do things and so you would think that it would be more easier to invite you know uh, you know uh, outs for lack of a better term outsiders in mm-hmm. be part of them uh yeah and that i guess that just doesn't happen all the time and uh, yeah that sucks yeah yeah like it's like if you can't even bring in the outsiders within your church man you're gonna have a difficult time bringing outsiders from outside your church Mm. yeah so i guess like that's a really big issue within i guess some ethnic churches where there are like a divide even within the same ethnic group right so there's the people who grew up in Canada who are, who are, who are who have been here for so long and then there are those who have just immigrated and are still learning about the culture of Canada and they have a hard time integrating because their accent one or just the way they dress or present themselves um, so I think like that's the that's the one big issue that I've seen growing up uh, in, in an ethnic church. Um, so there's a, even with the same ethnic group, there's a divide between people who have been here for so long and then like the new people. Um, my experience growing up was kind of unique because I was the pastor's kid and a pastor who was loved Yes. A lot. So yes. The auntie's pretty <laughs> um, they took care of me and you know, un- until this day I'm grateful for that. But I can't say the same like for other for kids yeah. uh, who I've seen have been left out. Um, you know, those kids who, who whose parents maybe are quiet or are in the fringes uh, of the church, I think. Like they get, they tend to get left out. Um, one big experience that I've seen, though, is just like the superstitious aspect of hmm. Filipinos. I think it still plays a lot in the church, um, and it's just not superstition. It's the culture growing up, right? Like it's their culture growing up, and then. Um, and then they equate, I guess, what has been done in their context in the Philippines as what is theologically correct. And my experience was that growing up, like once I started studying the Bible and um, questioning things because, you know, it's different in North America and asking people, why can't we do this um, to just, bring something new 
Um, and, and I think the culture that they grew up in was heavily Catholic. Um, and I don't want to seem like I'm, you know, bashing that, but um, it's a whole different culture, right? It's a whole different culture. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's just a different culture where their worship tend to be more somber. Um, mm. There's a decorum uh, that came with it, that comes with it. Yeah. And North American style of worship, uh, when it's seen in contemporary Christian music, is a whole lot different. And so I think like their culture really affected how they saw things. Um, and it really affected in their thinking of you know like the new culture of north america as being wrong or inferior um but there are also good things that i experienced one i already mentioned like um being taken care of um you know and others other things too like i was able to find someone who was pretty much in the same boat as I was in terms of they just immigrated to the Philippines and that's how I actually came into contact with Arwen. Wow. Um, <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I feel like, like looking back um, in the sea of young people who have already been in Canada or were born in Canada or, or grew up in Canada. Um, it was just me and Arwen connecting because we just came from the Philippines. Um, so that can, in, it, in the right context or in the right setting, that can be helpful uh, for someone um, to just find someone who is really similar to them, right? Um, and then later on, I got integrated to like more and more groups um, as I grew up. Um, so that's, I think, is a good thing, um, just being comfortable uh, with the people who are, you know, the same as you um, and feeling like you have a community there. Um, but yeah, I think that's my experience. It's not all bad. It's like, I don't want to sit here and bash like Mike or like say I had a bad experience. I had a really good experience. Um, um you know, and that church, um, I still call my family and I still call that church my home, uh, even though like I haven't been there for the longest time. Um, when I go there and when I step in and worship with them, I just feel this sense of being home. And no matter how many things I've been through in that church or no matter how many times, you know, I've struggled within that building or church community um, or I, no matter how many times I felt out of place in terms of my theological you know mindset and thinking um, I just feel that like culturally and um, speaking about you know your childhood and growing up I always feel that when I go in there, I'm, I'm home. Right? Sure. So. And, and I, I just wanted to say, like, I mean, if anything, this kind of, you know, the, the, the experience of Arwen and the experience of Mark, 
right? Sort of like, you know, um, understand that there's, there's, you know, there's different experiences that you come with. The, the thing that I wanted to say is that you guys are coming from the perspective of, you know, um, of kids coming in, following your families. And uh, I would like to think that, well, Mark's a little bit different because, you know, his father, his father was, was brought into that church, right. For a specific reason. Right. But immigrants that come to that, for that ethnic church or for any ethnic church is because somebody brought them there, right. They're immigrants, right. You're immigrants right? Uh, coming to it, to a place where maybe you don't know a whole lot of people, but the people that you did know that you do know, they brought you there, right. Into that church because you guys are the same. Right. And so, uh, you know, whether it's Arwen's parents or somebody else's parents, they came, they came to a Western society, right? They have a family member here or uh, they know they have a friend, a classmate here or whatever, or they connected with the Filipino community or, you know, an ethnic community and that person invited them to church. And so there's, like you said, like sort of what Mark was alluding to, there's a, it, it feels like home because, the things that you did, that they did at home, the, like I said, the way that you do things at home, right? They share that. And so it's easier to gravitate towards people of quote unquote, your kind, right? Your people. Right? And so I guess, I mean, that's the immediate sort of like draw of ethnic churches is that you can draw people from outside fairly quickly. Um, and the trust level is a little bit higher than it would be had it been just un, a, like somebody else from a different ethnic group, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and like any, and I, and like any sort of community, right. You'll have, you'll have people that defend it, right. That gatekeep it. Right. For us, it was the aunties. Right. The, the, the gate kept, kept at least for the kids. You know, for us, maybe sort of like, you know, the male figures up there would do that too, maybe, maybe for sort of the adults. But definitely for the kids, you know, you had that. The, the, the hard part of it is, is if, like, if you're not accepted, right, there's a staunch line. There's a pretty hardcore, like, defensive system in place that, yeah. you know, you won't be able to penetrate. And this is, and, and if we're going to be honest, this, is, this goes beyond just ethnic, uh, ethnic churches, right? This happens in any kind of community, you know, whether it's religious or not. But I think it's exacerbated in an ethnic, in an ethnic church, in an ethnic community. Yeah. Right. It's like we are. It's it's almost like we are foreigners in this land. We're already sort of like outsiders trying to make it into this in in this city, in this culture. And so if we're going to invite you in, we're going to make sure you're safe. If not, we have a pretty strong defense system to keep all the unwanted things out because we already deal with that in the workplace or we already deal with that outside in this society that we didn't grow up in. Right? I would think. Yeah. Right. So that's there. I just think that these things are that much more like it's more pronounced in an ethnic church. Right, some of the things that that are are, are are there, and it's easier to, you know, to fall. It's easier for ethnic communities to, you know, to engage in such practices. Mm. Does that does that make sense? Does that? 
Yeah, yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah, so um, so we talked a, a little bit about ethnic churches um, in t- two of our past episodes. We mentioned them in the episode where we dealt with what doesn't work uh, or what used to work but doesn't work anymore. And the other episode was the Black Lives Matter um, where we mentioned it um, because it deals with race and it's um, it's a big issue when talking about churches being segregated into these pockets of groups um, so do you guys think in light of today's <laughs> in light of go get today's climate um, is there still room for ethnic churches in our current context? Yes and no. Do it. Uh, okay. So, okay. I think I have more reason for the no, but I'm going to start with a yes first. Start a positive. Um, so, yes, because it's a great way to transition um, from home into a new home, right? Or home away from home. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, if we're willing to accept new ways of worship, I think you were talking about the, like how one, um, how somebody who's Roman Catholic would experience something different from what they were used to, to, you know, the new Western church, um, you know, just like a different type of, uh, just be more accepting uh, to different um, uh, ways of worship, um, music. Um, just be, just be open-minded, if you will. Um, also, back to the way how I said it's a great way to transition from you know home away from home. Um, and I, I don't know if Koyalan touched up on this, but. There are people who are lucky um, that they're moving to Canada with a family, but there are those who are just by themselves. There are those who are um, uh, just working for their family. Um, You know, like the 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 moms who who work as nannies. Um, My mom was one; like she was by herself. Well, her sister was with her, but she my dad and i worked with her um so you you can see why the importance of community of ethnic churches would be crucial to somebody who's alone in canada mm-hmm. um so no i'm gonna go into the no now <laughs> having said that no if we're not willing to make ethnic churches feel like a community i think that's a given um and I think the thing with ethnic churches is uh, they tend to struggle with um, their calling uh, to impact and transform community. Uh, the mentality of being exclusive limits their ability to influence. Uh, I think as Christians, we're supposed to be an extension of God. Um, we know this. And you know he's called us to uh, infiltrate 
um, for the lack of a better word, um, all walks of society. But it's hard to do that if we're just focused on one specific culture, which is our own. So you, you can see this in some churches where their presence um, in their respective communities are unknown or you know little to none. Uh, and it's because they like to keep to themselves. And that's, I think, where they fall short on that. Um, you know, they do community service, but are selective with the community part. Um, that's, that's just my reasons of no. Okay, so I'd be in the yes or no, too. In the middle, on the fence. Right. Um, and I think that's okay. Um, oh, I would said no. He said, <laughs> said I had more no's. I had more no's. But yes and no. <laughs> There are definitely pros and cons to ethnic churches. Um, I would, integration-wise, it would be great. Um, and as Arwen would say, as Arwen said, there's people who do don't have families, who don't have family members when they come to Canada or the country that they're immigrating to, and finding a church that they can belong to. Uh, I think it's fairly easy to integrate when um, majority of your church is a certain ethnic group or the same ethnic group that you come from. Um, and that's great uh, because I think like m the easier for you to transition to a new country, the better it would be for you uh, to adjust. Um, so in that regard, that's the the good thing about ethnic churches that I see. Um, honestly, that's the only good part that I see from it. Just like giving people a home, maybe even just temporarily uh, when they're immigrating to a new country and uh, like a place that they can belong to and a place where they can feel like you know there was this the people it's pretty much the same as back home um it's just that the main service would be in english you know um so at this point i'm leaning heavily on <laughs> no okay so i think you can I think there's still room for ethnic churches in today's context. But the thing is, like my caveat caveat would be like for the parents to not expect their kids to embrace it once they grew up. Like the parent for the parents not to expect their kids to stay loyal to it. Um, mm. because that's not the church that they might, you know, feel at home at. Right? So um, they might disagree with the current things that you guys are doing or um, the programs, how the programs are run and how the services are done. Um, for the parents, yes, you can make a, an ethnic church. You can run an ethnic church and tailor it to a specific purpose of making people feel at home. Um, but for the your kids who grew up in who are growing up in North America or have been born in North America don't expect them to stay loyal to that church um, and I think 
just goes to any church too uh, because your kids might not feel at home like no ma- even if your church is multicultural um and but more conservative your kids might lean to more of you know freer style of worship but just don't expect your kids to feel the same way as you do with the church that you're at um especially if it's you know a filipino church or an ethnic church um that's like that's what i think um there's still room for it but for the adults don't you know don't put that burden on your children that if they want to go to another church that it's a betrayal right even even if it's like a church from the same denomination like i see that like some parents put that burden on their kid that they can't go you know if you go to another church that's like some sort of betrayal or um they have no loyalty or um you should only serve at this church and Damn. or you know like those passive aggressives like why don't you just go to the that church um you don't find this church your home anymore. um i think like the main issue i have with ethnic churches is just the tribal mentality uh it's just like no one is challenging your thinking like no one is challenging your prejudice so we see this with um the context that we grew up in like sometimes you know even we are blind to the social injustice that's happening to people around us right um for example in our black lives matter like for our black brothers and sisters um we tend to be more lukewarm in our uh, reactions to these social injustices um, because we think, oh, that's not our problem. Why, why should we do anything about that? Um, we can't be bothered with that. Uh, the other thing, too, is just that. it's You're putting another layer of a wall between you and people so you're giving people who may be searching for a church are like just an unnecessary reason to not go to your church if they're mm. different yeah it, because maybe if the, they're a different ethnicity or yeah if they're a different ethnicity or a different culture um that's just another reason for them not to go to that church um and you're i think like you're hurting your chances more and more if you put that extra label on your name. So um, the contrarian in me wants to say, yes, there is a place for churches. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that I could come up with as to why they would is why they should and i think it stems really more back to the kids maybe maybe because that's just you know you know the three of us that are here that's sort of like our context and maybe that's that's really affecting the the way that we're that we're you know coming coming at this that at this Mm -hmm. topic right is that arwen said it like some of his best friends are from that church right some of his friends are of the ethnicity that he is right and so you know, particularly when you're when you're kids, you can it's 
you know, it's easier to get in because your parents are there and because they look like you um, and to sort of like grow together and, and bond together and, and sort of like have these shared experiences that make your relationship that much stronger. Right. And so maybe you can say to a family person, yeah, you, you know, we have, eth- we should have ethnic churches because they strengthen our family. Having said that, I can't, I mean, all the benefits that we, that we're talking about with, with an ethnic community. I want to say that you can get away with it having a small group in a multicultural church. Yeah. Yeah. All those benefits that you're talking, that we, that we're talking about that are, that are easily that you draw in people because they're, they look like you and they think like you, or they, they, they talk like you, you can, you can converse in the same language as the other person. You don't have to have a full-on church to get that done. Is it easier? Yes. Can you get away with it? Yes. In fact, I think if we're talking about sort of assimilating to a new, you know, to a, a new community, if you're from a different country and you're assimilating to a Western co- country or even vice versa, if that's even a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it would be easier. My logic would. My logic says it would be easier to get into a small group of your same ethnicity in a multicultural church, because now you have now you have uh, connections that aren't just within the community of your ethnicity, right? And now yeah. you have now you now you you know you can you have an into you know, a different ethnicity to a European ethnicity or to a Caribbean or West Indian uh, community or, or whatever, because you know, somebody from church that's there and they brought you to that other, that other community and understanding that sort of thing to that community. And so the benefits in terms of, of like assimilating to a new community, I think would be better if you came from, if you went into, you know, a, a community church or a community church, that has multicultural, you know, aspects of them, but you still have your ethnicity group in there, mm. right? So I, 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 in that regard, I think it would be better if you do. It's just we don't want to have to deal with the uncomfortableness of dealing with somebody that isn't our own ethnicity, right? It's just one more thing we have to deal with with when trying to when trying to to make it in this society, in, in a Western society or this new place that you're at. Right. And I can't, and we can't fault somebody for that. Right. Because it's mm-hmm. hard enough trying to emigrate, immigrate to somewhere else. Right. There's a lot yeah. of challenges. There's, there's prejudice, there's prejudices, right. That go along with it. That go beyond. I mean, that's not even in your church, right. Prejudice, prejudices in the workplace, mm-hmm. right. Prejudices in your community, if you are still unlucky in the neighborhood you can live in, you can have prejudices there, right? Where it could be even all out racism and discrimination. So yeah, it's easy for us. And it would be, you know, it's, it's an easy draw. I would think, right. To stick with people of your own kind, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But that in the same sense, you're kind of like you're handicapping yourself. Right, yeah. we're handicapping the people that are coming with because we're segregating them, or we're allowing them to segregate themselves into a specific community and have this our our um 
our community versus their community. It's us versus the world if it's that bad in a, in a bad case scenario. In the best case scenario, hey, we have our, you know, we have our ethnic group. We have our Filipino church here. Come on in because, you know, we're fun-loving people. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of support here and there's a lot of understanding here. But you got to think the way that we think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you got to do the way you do. See, see Arwen has like, uh, like this particular... Um, situation you know where it, where he's had this negative experience in an ethnic church okay um mine's a little bit different in the negative aspect of it right and i've kind of touched on this uh in previous episodes but i don't speak tagalog <laughs> hmm. and, and so they would give it to me right hmm. and and people would just assume in my church that i was born here in North America, I am not, right? I was born in the Philippines, right? It just so happened that I moved here before I learned how to talk. Three weeks old, not even a month, mm. right? Yeah. Because I can't speak it, there was a sort of barrier between me and whatever, right? And so, you know, I didn't quite fit, you know, perfectly with everybody else. Now, I kind of made it that way because I took on leadership roles, right? Uh, And because of that leadership role, I was able to, you know, sort of be a go-between between between people that were born here and people that were coming. Mm -hmm. Because like Arwen, right, I, you know, I know what it feels like to be an outsider, right? Uh, I may not have been perfect at it, Right. Uh, but I like to think that the people that, that came that were immigrants to that, that I had a better bond with them than some of the people that some of the other sort of like youth people that grew up here. Right. I'd like to think that because I was told that. So I'm going to take them at their word. Right? <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm just going to claim that. Uh, but going back to my point, we can get away with. We can get away with having that same group. It's not going to have the scale as a, like a full-fledged, full-fledged church. Now, let me say this for our listener: if you aren't coming from the background that we're coming back from, for the background that we're coming from, background uh, that we're coming from, is that um, we have we have interchurch relationships. So there's many of our churches within our in our church in our in our city that are the same denomination, and there's 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 relationships there. Right, there's connections there. Right, uh, we all kind of know each other. Uh, we know we all know each other exists, and we kind of sometimes, you know, we all get together, you know, every year, you know, as 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 this one denomination in this city, you know, to kind of just to be together to worship and to you know have workshops and, and all that all that stuff. Mm. And so the 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 ethnic the ethnicity of it is so much more profound for us, right? Than it would be for maybe a Presbyterian church or, uh, you know, a Lutheran church, right? Because maybe that would be more community-based. And so if that's, your, if that's your experience and you have no idea what we're talking about, good, kind of. <laughs> kind of, because it's, it's, it's a complicated thing. And so maybe, 
you know, maybe you're, I mean, I want to, I would like to think that you're better off without having that, that complication. <laughs> yeah. right? There are, there are, there are definitely benefits to it. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's a new, there's a flavor to it, to having like different ethnicities, even different ethnic churches within your denomination. There's a flavor to that. Yeah. But I think, but I think if I'm being honest, right, there's a lot more barriers than it would be. We play nice with each other, right? We all play nice with each other, but we're still humans at the end of the day with a heart that wants to deceive us, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're bent towards selfishness. Mm. And so I don't want, I, I'm not going to say that prejudice abounded within our denomination because we have ethnicities, but it certainly didn't help. Yeah. It, no, it certainly didn't help. Didn't that's, help. that's for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to say no, we, sh- we, there really isn't, there really isn't a place for one for ethnic churches with the caveat. And it's a big caveat, right? Uh, that the, that the ethnic group within a church, you know, wants to be in that church, right? Because if you've been together as an ethnic group and you start saying to each other, hey, we need to have worship services where we understand the language, where we understand, where we're comfortable with the people that are there. And we don't have to deal with explaining why we do the things that we do. Let's make our own church. Mm -hmm. Right. At that point, that becomes a problem because now you've got dissension. You've got, you know, yeah, you've got a split in your church. Yeah. That's when it becomes, that part becomes dangerous. Mm. Right. Um, And every church is going to have like some sort of, you know, a uh, faction that, that is disgruntled with something that happens in the church. doesn't matter if it's multicultural, doesn't matter if it's community-based, non-denominational, denominational, whatever, right? You're always going to have that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it just gives us another, you know, it just gives us another reason too, right? Uh, so no, let's not, I would say no, let's not have ethnic churches you know, uh, if you can help it with a caveat that if you join a multicultural church with a specific ethnicity, right, it works if you want to be in that church and you're making connections with other, with other cultures within that church. Yeah. Because if you start to just, you know, draw your own circles. And like I said before, you know, churches in general, we have this bad rap of, of having our own circles whatsoever. Like we have our own cliques. Right, it doesn't yeah. matter if you know if it's ethnic or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's an easy draw. But if you are willing as an ethnic group to to have those to have strong connections with other people within that church that aren't of your of your culture, then it will work. Then it's beautiful. Then you can you know then you can grab all the benefits that you have of having like of uh, of an ethnic church. Drawing immigrants, drawing people of your culture into, you know, having that feeling of home. It may not be as big as like a full-on church, but you can still have that. You can still have friends there and have the benefits of 
branching out to other communities and other, I mean, branching out to other ethnicities and the understanding that comes with it because theoretically it's supposed to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Safe community. Yeah. yeah. That's my rant. About yeah. That. Um, <clears throat> and I think we're going to get a lot of <laughs> maybe <laughs> Okay, we don't have that many listeners, but um, <laughs> if this does go out, get out there. Uh, we're gonna get a lot of feedback. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, let's. Okay. We're not only talking about one church. Okay, we're not talking about like the church that we grew up in. Um, we're talking about the, you know, ethnic church as a whole. Ethnic churches as as a, a concept. Whole. Yeah, as a concept, and um, we're just trying to talk about. You know, like our experiences uh, within, and we can only talk about our experiences. But uh, when we talk about, you know, ethnic churches as a concept, this is what we're talking about. Like, we don't, um, as I think the idea that came out here is just we think for the most part, um, it might not have room anymore in today's context. Um, but I just want to say, if you're an ethnic church out there, oh. don't don't disband. Don't disband. <laughs> if it's oh, working, God, it's not, working. Yeah, don't listen to us. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. It's just that, like, you gotta find a way to make it work. You gotta find a way to, even though you're an ethnic church, to yeah. reach out to the people around you. Um, reach you know, out good ones. to any any group of people that might be around you make a difference in your community um although you're an ethnic church try to not limit your reach and hopefully down the line you can become like more multicultural and uh, more you know more diverse and um and 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 embrace that because like we live in in canada in a diverse country um, North America, pretty diverse um, in the states. So, yeah, we should just, um, not we should just, but like, if you're listening out there and you 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 belong to an ethnic church, uh, we're not saying to disband or we're not saying that you're wrong. Uh, we're just saying that, hey, maybe you, you we should look at why we're doing things, um, mm-hmm. and we should look at our motivation and why we are in this church and check that with, you know, put that against what God wants for everyone, right? Put that against God's heart um, in terms of reaching out everyone. And and just check out how, you know, how you can make a difference and how you can potentially reach um, the maximum your your optimal level of ministering to the people around you, your community. Don't let your ethnicity or cultural upbringing limit your reach um, to those around you. Yeah, uh, and I just wanted to say, you know, use that to your advantage. You know, you're an ethnic group. If you're, you know, if you're an ethnic church, like like Mark was talking about, be a resource for other, you know, for others that are, are wondering why you are there 
now the beautiful thing, I, I mean, the beautiful thing, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm talking specifically about, uh, about Canada. Uh, not, not specifically, but definitely in within the Canadian sort of um, geography is that because we are so multicultural, there's people that want to know, you know, they, they want to travel, they want to, you know, understand different cultures. You know, there are people that are curious about, you know, uh, you, um, uh, your, you know, your, not your upbringing, but like, you know, your, the place that you came from, right? Um, you can use that to your advantage, right? Uh, and in such a way, sort of just give a glimpse of, you know, the character that we are trying to ascribe to, which is that of Jesus Christ. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it is that we have the culture that we have, right? Um, you know, as an ethnic group, and I include Caucasians in that as well, right? You have the culture of the, uh, the society that you're trying to uh, assimilate into, the Western society, the culture. But as a Christian, you also have the culture of the kingdom. Hmm. And all those cultures yeah. at some point will clash. Mm-hmm. Right? What needs to show out if you are a Christian is that kingdom culture. And that has to supersede all the other cultures that you belong to, that you that you, you know, ascribe to, that you know you that you're connected with. That has to supersede all of it. Because if not, we fall into what Mark says, tribalism. Right? Or we're set in our community. This is our whatever. We have, we have guards posted at the door. You know, if you're welcome to come in, if you want to be a part of us. But if not, yeah, you know, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. But the kingdom culture has to supersede all of that. Right. Yeah, that's a good church name. <laughs> kingdom <laughs> culture. Yeah, I was like, wait, yo, that's, that's her. <laughs> Join our worship services every week. Uh, That's kind of sick. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. That's kind of <laughs> sick. That's kind of sick. We're not starting a church, don't worry. What? We're not? <laughs> what am I doing to here? Those out What's, there wow, listening. we'll talk after. We'll talk after. We'll be shut down. To those out there. <laughs> Kingdom culture coming, coming in below. Coming soon coming to soon. a community near you. Watch out for our launch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to add to this conversation? Okay. I just feel like you have, like, whatever church you're in, whether it's a multicultural church or ethnic church, uh, you can be used by God if you're humble <clears throat> enough to yes. see where he's leading you. Mm-hmm. So um, just really dig down in your faith and see where God wants to take you or what ministries God wants you to be a part of um, when it comes to your church and how God wants to make a difference in your uh, com- your your um, immediate community in your neighborhood where your churches are placed and um, I think whether you're ethnic church or a multicultural church, um, there's definitely room for God to use you. Definitely. 
definitely definitely um hmm. but yeah i guess that brings us to the end of our discussion um we want to thank you all for joining us in this episode um we hope that we did not offend anyone and <laughs> we hope that you are blessed with our talks and the ideas that came about during this discussion. Uh, we definitely want to encourage you to talk about this um, within your circles, within your friends, your families, uh, your church members, uh, with your church leaders. And yeah, we want to know what, y- what y'all think. So if the spirit moves you, send us a shout out. Um, in regards to our episodes, we are here every Wednesday um, until further notice. So be on the lookout for new episodes. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the handle at the Prodigals Pod. Um, our email is also the Prodigals Podcast at gmail.com. So send us a shout out, send us an email. Um, you know, whatever, uh, in this, in the prodigals at the prodigals pod, it's our socials. Um, and if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe and follow us so that you're always up to date. If you could do so kindly, please leave us a rating and review. That way we are able to reach more people out there in the world. Um, not just the Filipino community. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, well, that's all we have. <laughs> that's all we have for you today. Um, stay blessed and stay faithful, and join us in another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. And once again, we want to thank Arwen for coming out of his parental leave <laughs> temporarily to join us. In this oh episode. man! Yeah, we hope you have a good time. Have a good rest of the week. Later. The prodigal